0: Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian,
1: I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and Hallmark Christmas movies own me, what can I tell you? And this <laughs> is the Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon <laughs> and
0: friends host this podcast. <laughs> we hope you
2: like this jolly podcast. Uh, Brand, so, Brand yeah. deciding not to join in the intro oh, okay. today <laughs> all <right>. at all. <laughs> wow, I got, I got, I got, I got a little choked Spirit up. Just, being complete, just de- the deflation
0: <laughs> is happening. Uh, hello, everybody. It's great to see you. Happy <laughs> Wednesday to you and Yorn.
2: Uh, busy Yorn week is here. You get out. Wow. My bad. Thank <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Yes, Yorn.
1: Do you think maybe next
2: year you're going to invite me I hang out a little longer? Um, every time we invite you, a little bit longer. And Yorn. A little bit longer. We always tell you, you got to leave right away.
1: Right, but I hang out a little bit longer. You always hang out longer than we it's want you to. That's why we hang don't. Hey, out. guys. Oh,
2: Yorn. I mean, everyone's anticipating this episode. And and during the holidays, we do a better job with
1: this. Hey We're keeping this out of that
2: first. Uh, Jorn. Hey, guys. Yeah, buddy. What What's up?
0: Oh, man, I forgot. Oh, yeah. shoot. This is great. This oh, was hey, it. guys. Sure. <laughs> Fun to hey, have guys. Even Yorn. <laughs> I had a good good Thanksgiving. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Yorn. I wanted you that. to know that. Got to yeah. go. Bye. Um, it is Wednesday <laughs> Happy Wednesday uh, We're in the thick of it now everybody yep. uh, This is an exciting yeah. one This is uh, Catch Me If You Claws And every uh, you Listen Alonzo joins us every Monday At this point and everybody knows him and loves him But sometimes we gotta go back to our roots We gotta go back to just having Alonzo Joining us for a Hallmark movie um, And this just this just feels It feels right It feels like we're it back does. at home Alonzo
1: uh it's taking me back to season one uh, season with luke one. mcfarlane even so. yes, that's right, right. You, you, and you did it
2: on the sunday after thanksgiving that episode you oh, recorded wow, with us yeah. the sunday after thanksgiving and then we that's needed right. to pick up uh I, the one with the books and the the dad in hawaii right. and you stayed for that <laughs> one because we were recording seven that evening <laughs> um so so yeah oh, what a time it was like it was
1: a time it was a time um alonso did you have a good thanksgiving I did. Uh, as people probably know, my husband had uh, hip replacement surgery on the Monday before Thanksgiving. So we had already decided this year was going to be Chinese takeout and it was, uh, and it was delicious. But we had some <laughs> friends come over and I picked up some pastry things from a local bakery. So it was a, it was a lovely, uh, non traditional, but still enjoyable Thanksgiving. I love it. What's your go to with the Chinese takeout? uh we got a place here called northern cafe that does really great dumplings and Mm. they do this like lamb cumin thing that is like my favorite
0: wow Mm. all right right. sounds good um and last but not least any uh christmas decorations that you've seen out and about out in la that are really this really uh blowing your mind yet
1: uh, the idea that I've been out and about <laughs> when my husband just had surgery a week yeah. ago is kind of hilarious. So yeah, uh, I have, I have, I did get to the Grove, which, you know, they, yep. uh, they that's like, that's a nationally televised thing now it is. when they turn on the Christmas tree at the Grove. So yeah, it is, you know, it, it is living up to uh, everything you've heard. And I think as we speak right now, the uh, Hollywood Christmas parade is going on, which is, uh, incredibly cheesy like you would think that like that that sounds like it would be sort of magical and wonderful but it's it's a little on the discount side but it's still good tv so keep an eye out that's going to be airing i think on the cw at some point wow. i don't know shout out we uh, well you CW. know what's not cheesy the yeah, Greenville, Greenville parade. Greenville. That's yeah. right. We'll be so live, right. We'll be live
0: streaming that this weekend, parade. Saturday.
2: That's the stuff. That's what I mean. That's it, Joseph Poinsett from Greenville. Yeah, it, it, we might be a small town, but it's not a budget parade. It, no, it, the parade is almost too long. It is whatever you think too long would be, and just subtract one float. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it is it is everything you could want. We have like thirty or forty thousand people lining main streets. It's a great time, and, and we get there. to judge it. We get uh, to judge it all in so real time. Too much power. I Three days. Yes. Almost too much power. They, they had days. us back. Can you believe they, we did it last year and they yeah, had us back? I'm always
1: surprised when anybody yeah. comes back. That's right. That's true. <laughs> for any yeah, reason, yeah. So whether it's Greenville is a big enough city to have a parade and have people watching it. it. Yeah. Correct. that's that's impressive. This is Greenville. This is living. This is Greenville, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Catch Me If You Claws. It originally aired on Thanksgiving night, November 23rd, 2023, and it went a little something like this. Uh, This movie kicks off with a fantastic intro package like an old spy movie cut to uh, Avery Quinn practicing her news story that isn't actually for her she's a wannabe reporter maybe one day but she's currently uh just a producer like getting the scripts ready and all that good stuff she's up for a reporter gig she auditions for it It does not go perfectly and so she does not get the job despite her mom being a well-known well 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 well-renowned uh reporter for 30 plus years well renowned. Well, well renowned. not world renowned. Super, I don't know. I wouldn't go that race. far. Not even good renowned. <laughs> but well renowned.
2: Well uh, renowned. No, well not, renowned. Re- yes. Absolutely. Yeah, can well I get respected. that. Steak, well <laughs> renowned.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, she is given some advice infrared mask to help with her skin. Mm-hmm. That's really what you need. Uh, it's Christmas Eve, and of course she's at work, and good thing because uh, the Christmas morning anchor has laryngitis. Uh-oh. So she is going, she's like, you know what, I'm going to throw my, throw my name in the, in the hat, and then my hat in the ring. <laughs> and then they'll pull the name out of that hat, and they'll be like, there's only one name in this hat. Name um, the, hat, hat
2: in the ring. So <laughs> they had to choose her hat the ring? and <laughs> the name out of her hat. Her yes. Her name. Her hat. Okay, I got it. And I that's, how you, sure that's you how you. That's well, how yeah. yeah, you
1: win Well, if
2: you just. Yeah, if
0: you just. If you just throw your hat, how do they know whose hat that is?
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: You need to put your name in the hat. People don't think about that. Put the lime in the coconut. Yes, and uh, they, they say, uh, let's give it a shot. 5 a.m. Christmas morning, you got the gig. Uh, she wakes up in the middle of the night, infrared mask on, um, and she hears something in the living room. She goes to check it out, and there's a guy dressed as Santa. She startles him. He nails his head on the fireplace and knocks him out. She assumes that it's a burglar that she's heard about that's been hitting people's houses dressed like Santa but when he comes to he claims that he is not some sort of burglar but he is the son of Santa. He says that he uh, this is his first time making the rounds and it's already been quite the night. He says the transfer of power hasn't happened in full force yet. I'm making some boo-boos. You shouldn't have even heard me. That's my fault. She is not having it. and uh, Even after seeing him open the door with a key that he says is North America uh, to deliver a gift to uh, her neighbor. She tries to drag him to the police station but they are stopped by by an alarm security guy named ricky ricky is the real mvp uh she drives him uh around ricky much to ricky's surprise the bad news is is the real santa crook has struck across town and now the police are on high alert, look, looking for chris high, high look. alert look. high alert <laughs> high, high alert <laughs> Uh, looking for Chris and Avery. Uh, she needs to get a phone so that she can, uh, you know, call up the station and all that good stuff. Um, knocks on the first door that they find and it turns out that it's a rap party for a theater troupe that does a Christmas carol every year in order to use the phone they make her audition to join the troupe it's a troupe only phone not, that, not those troops. although we do love these troops as well um, not the same though and I do want to put that on the record uh <laughs> Got myself I mean, a little bit, of a, digging, it, you, a bit really of a pickle there. I got
1: a bit
2: of a pickle. Yeah. Put yeah. yeah. your name in the hat, hat the, ring the
1: troops is well-renowned.
2: Yes. Well-renowned. Right, well, yes, renowned. well renowned. Uh, She basically... They're, they're known all around the well. So
0: she uh, <laughs> she does a monologue, which is basically just her yelling at them. They love it. Uh, after seeing him interact with the theater troops, she becomes convinced that Chris is indeed Santa. So now she is committed to finding the real... Santa Crook and uh, maybe she can use that for her news story the 5am Christmas morning news mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the cops track them down though so they sneak out in full Christmas Carol costumes uh, they get a ride to the news station they hop out the theater troupe drives off they are immediately though kidnapped by some folks in a white van turns out it's the mayor's baddies saw them live who are looking for a hard drive that they think they stole because they think that they are the, the Santa Crooks. Uh, Chris and Avery are like, you got the wrong people. So the baddies are like, we're going to go to your house and find the hard drive. Uh, they are seated back to back. They are holding hands. They are starting to bond about what it's like to live in in the shadow of someone else's dreams. It's for Aaron. Uh, Then they bring in the real Santa Crooks. And everyone's like, what the heck? Why are there two sets of Santa Crooks? Um, Avery breaks them out of the ropes. They make a run for it and snag the flash drive on their way out to hide from the baddies. They hop in an unlocked truck. She hops on his lap. I'm sorry, it's a Hallmark movie, Brain. Could you repeat that one more time? Straddles him, and they make out. (laughs) Hot and heavy. It's a hot and heavy straddle sesh. I, yeah. I did
2: see them. Yeah,
0: I, I you I, I, were, really, I regret it. You would. I yeah. regret it. Yeah. I immediately it's an regret it.
1: Eighteen plus show. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. 21, 21, twenty yeah. one should be twenty
0: one. Should be fifty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they 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 make out hard. The baddie sees them and just assumes they're just a couple of wild and crazy kids. So he keeps on walking. They end up back at her place, not like that, and are followed <laughs> shortly by Chris's dad. You know, Santa. Uh, his dad <laughs> is mad at this whole situation, but quick gets over it because, you know, he's Santa and he can only be not jolly for so long. It's You're legally obligated. Uh, The mayor shows up, just walks right on in, which you can't do that. Santa reads him the riot act and the cops show up to arrest him for all the things that are on that flash drive. We know about all those things. Uh, They hop onto the sleigh to LAX. They get to the studio and she breaks the news about the mayor and she crushes it. Afterwards, she is greeted by Chris outside. They kiss some more, and they hop on a sleigh to go get some brunch. And that, my friends, was
1: Catch Me If You
0: Claws.
2: We did it. That's
0: exactly right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to break this movie down. I yeah. think we'll do four segments. That's, we'll, I love we'll, that. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Here on Deck, Deck the, the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. i finally done it, Dan. I have cracked The Secret of Life. What is that, Brain? How do you sleep? How does
2: one sleep all night? That's the biggest question. Oh, you mean Cozy Earth? I cracked that months ago. You did and you didn't tell I me. Did, I just figured you'd figure it out as soon as Cozy Earth became a sponsor of the I show. D- Boy, have I. These bamboo viscose sheets. Oh, my goodness. Cool to the touch. Stay cool all night long. Like sleeping on a cloud. They're the best sheets money can buy.
0: And, Dan, you were telling me something because, of course, we've been sleeping on the Cozy Earth sheets for
2: quite some time now. But... They they do other things like pajamas. The pajamas are unbelievable. My wife says the best night of sleep she's ever gotten wow. because of the Cozy Earth pajamas. you got to go to Cozy Earth. And you know what right now? What's that? They're going to get up to 35% off. Of whoa, coach. whoa, yeah. whoa. Is that it's, promo it's, code it's, Hallmark? Can that promo out? code is Hallmark. Cozy Earth. They're providing that
0: exclusive offer just for our listeners. Up to 35% off site-wide, everybody. That's including the pajamas, <laughs> the sheets, so many other goodies on there. Uh, they got robes that I've been uh, taking a look at. Uh, promo code Hallmark. That is at their website. Check out Cozy Earth today. For the best night's sleep you could ever imagine. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're talking about Catch Me If You Claws. Thanksgiving night son of santa luke mcfarlane what's not to love let's find out it's time for the hot take is what we share exactly how he felt about was a this weird movie. way to intro us into the hot take yes what's
2: not to love let's find out <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes
3: uh brian what'd you think of uh catch me if you close yeah you are kind of right there what's not to love i mean this i like this one a lot i like <laughs> it a lot uh a really good mystery like a real life scenario mystery and uh I, I kind of would have liked more of that um, of the corruption uh, details. He wants more corruption more. everybody. Well, I mean it's Christmas so I, I understand too. you had more corruption. No, oh. God, no I understand going. it's Christmas so you got to cut the corruption <laughs> more short. More, more. more uh, band practice and
2: more corruption. More info than corruption. hot and heavy straddle sesh. Uh, more well, can we just <laughs> more
3: corruption Smash please. it all together. Uh, straddle yeah. sesh and corruption. Uh, Atari Ricci is so fun. Like We need more of her in just movies throughout the year. Luke playing the son of Santa, like he was so innocent and playful. Like he was so good in this role, Uh, a lot of. I feel like he was really perfect for it. Really childish, Uh, and the music. You're saying Luke is childish in this role. He was childish. Yeah, Yeah, he felt like childish. You said he was perfect for this role. He was 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 childish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stand by all those words. Childlike. Childlike. There's the one. No, childish. He was childish. Childlike. So childish. Well, uh, well, uh, Well, well (laughs) well well-renowned, well-renowned, childish. Uh, the score was like so good. Like the the, the music score was, uh, I don't know. It felt. Like they put a lot of effort into it. The music carried the movie very uh, well renowned, I would say about <laughs> the music score. It carried it so well. Like, the music was so perfect. It was mysterious at times. It was like exciting at times. And so uh, I had a tough time not making that my feels when we get to the next segment. But it's not. Spoiler wow. Rumor. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. The, for the score really stood out to me. So up, overall, buddy. like, really liked this movie. Just more corruption. Please. Well, you corruption you number one. For you? One.
0: No,
1: no, it's
3: not number one. Not it's, number one. It's okay. up in my it's top up there though. Four, four-ish, I think. Okay, Top four-ish. up there. Got it. You know, know, you gotta, everyone's
0: gotta, top gotta, four. They love it. That's childish of you. Uh, Alonso, what'd you think of Catch Me If You Claws?
1: Uh, super charming and what I think is so interesting about the success of this film is not just that it's so good on a hallmark level in terms of being kind of a caper you know and and, and with some farcical elements and some Santa is real elements but weirdly through sheer coincidence it has Almost the same plot as Disney Plus's Dashing Through the Snow, and it's like ten thousand times better. Wow! Uh, oh. Because Dashing Through the Snow, as we'll be discussing on an upcoming Monday, um, f- feels like a first draft where the, the the plotting doesn't make sense and things get thrown together and the character beats don't really land. And this movie is doing the same kind of like it's Santa and he's got a corrupt. Politicians, you know, MacGuffin that they've got to chase down and blah blah blah, and and it, it's all handled so much more, uh, so much more smoothly and and wittily. Um, the the performances are a delight. Luke McFarlane maybe never better in a Hallmark movie. You know, between this and Notes of Autumn, he's like killing it this year. Yeah. Sierra um, the McFarlane i it, it, telling you what, I mean, like, I've always been a fan, but I, I'd say post-Bros McFarlane, not counting that Christmas Village movie, uh, he's really, like, <laughs> nailing it these days. Uh, so, yeah, uh, just a lot of fun, and this is the kind of movie that you hope to get when Hallmark promises you this kind of movie, and they rarely deliver it. Um, yeah,
0: I love What's Not to Love. I said it yeah, before so. the hot take, and I'll say it now. What's Not to Love about this movie? Uh, I felt like it looked really good. I felt like maybe they spent a little bit more money on it. It just it felt more like it just felt fuller uh like i'm watching it and i don't i like i'm not 100 positive i felt like the aspect ratio of this movie was just a little bit different it made it seem a little bit more cinematic um i thought like the the, the sh- there were a couple of shots that i just thought were really interesting and different and uh yeah i i love it the the only thing that didn't hit was like i just i i don't care what's on the flash drive yeah, like yeah and yeah, i know that you were supposed yeah. to but yes. it just like it was hard for me when they got there and it turned out that I like what he renovated his office and like d- d- was doing some weird stuff with money. And it's just, like, okay, like I couldn't tell you because uh, okay, okay, they whoa, can't whoa, whoa, like okay. kill anybody. Right. Like they can't like have the mayor be responsible for, for murder, somebody's death. Yes. Right. But that's what it, it felt like we had like murder stakes with like a, a, a mismanagement of money. Yes, I guess. Alonzo, Brand, Brand, yeah. may I? If you I may, you may. I,
1: I, I refer to this as a MacGuffin, and there's a reason for this. This is a, a term that goes back to Alfred Hitchcock, where he talked about how uh, a MacGuffin is the thing that the movie is ostensibly about, but ultimately doesn't matter at all. Mm. Yes. So, like the movie Notorious is ostensibly about uranium hidden in wine bottles, but it's really about is are Cary Grant and Ingrid Bergman going to get together? Sure. Um, you know, like a lot of you know the in Psycho, there's the there's the money that she's stolen and it winds up in the trunk of the car, and the trunk and the car winds up in the swamp. and it's like ultimately the money doesn't matter. It's about you know uh, uh, Norman Bates. You know. So, I don't think this movie is pretending like what's on the flash drive matters. It's there as a plot device to make all the other things happen, to like have them running around all night and being chased and getting kidnapped and yada. and they have to tell you what's on it because they right. have to tell you. But to. I don't think the, the movie's not pretending like, oh, this is, stop the presses, everybody. It's the thing on the flash drive. Yeah. That's just there as the motor for the love story and the comedy and everything uh, else. I sure. would, but I would sure. say
2: you need to care about the MacGuffin at least initially, or at least understand it i think that's the thing is like in mission impossible whatever we just watched like that key like i can still see it in my head and i know why Mm. that key is important and then when it turns out we're just here for the stunts that's fine because i still think there are stakes even if it's a macguffin and i don't think this movie even tries in that regard i don't think it i don't think it tries to make that clear or understandable or matter
1: I mean, they do – they give you a whole news story at the beginning about the yeah. corrupt – the possibly corrupt mayor and the dude who has the same name as Chewbacca, which I'll get into, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to like make a big thing about it. So I kind of felt like they, they set it up, you know the premise, and then you can forget about it because it's not really important.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I. but ultimately all of that whatever – the movie was great. Um, the two leads were dynamite. Uh, more Italia Ricci, please. And uh, yeah, this is definitely in my top three. I think it's floating around
2: two or three right now. So we'll, we'll see how it kind of shakes out. So I do this thing. I probably shouldn't, but with my letterbox, because we rank all these movies where 20 to 30 minutes into a movie, I put the movie on the list. Like I just guess where I think it will end up. And then throughout the movie, I'll like move it up and down the list. Whoop. Um Ooh. and this movie was a yo-yo. Um it, it, this movie, when it works, holy cow, does it work? Uh Nina Wyman has written some really fun, snappy dialogue. Italia Ricci should be in all of these movies. She's so great. I agree about Luke McFarlane. He's never been better on the network ever. And I think you're right. Before bros, I feel like Luke showed up and just kind of was the thing that he thought every hallmark lead should have, and that could have been direction or the network brass or whatever, but he always just felt like he was the same character, and it wasn't very interesting or exciting. And since then, Notes of Autumn in this, he's he's so good in this movie, and and, and so he le- he and Ricci lean in and embrace the bit, but the bit doesn't always work. I, I think when it works well, I had a blast, and when it didn't, I was kind of miserable. I, I was ver- I was very like
3: it seemed miserable. I was you were kind of miserable. I was
2: very up and down in this movie, depending on where the se- like sometimes they're in like the stuff in the theater troupe. I thought really really. Worked. And then I feel like there are long stretches where they're in between those fun set pieces that I'm like, why am I? Why do I care? There's a lot happening. Were you bored sometimes? Yes, I was. And I will say this uh, holiday hotline, for instance, is a movie that this movie takes a massive swing. And I'm always big on the movies that take a massive swing. And this movie takes a huge swing. Uh, I've never seen a movie probably this outlandish uh, at Christmas time on the network. And so good for them. Holiday Hotline is a movie that I was, I I thought they bungled the ending, but for the first hour, like I was pretty mesmerized by that movie. Like I I didn't, you know, this movie felt very much all over the place to me. Like sometimes really funny, really, really fun, inspired, sometimes just kind of dead weight. And so it is in my top five, The, the swing alone. I think the swing alone makes it one of the best of the year. Um, but it wasn't as consistently enjoyable as I, I wanted it to be. I think I have it at three or four right now. So right, right around the same place, mm-hmm. Brian has it. It's a well-renowned swing. It's yeah. well-renowned. Well-renowned. It's well-renowned.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's get to all the feels. We were talking about when this movie gave us those feels.
3: Brian? Yeah, my feels ended up just being the theater troupe. The, the whole, yes. like, that whole yes. scene was, Yes, absolutely. It felt, like, so original and new and unique. Like, that whole just scene, that whole environment was something that we just haven't seen or haven't felt like that. Just that whole vibe. It was awesome. And just it was just so funny how like you want to use the phone you got to be a member. Alright, <laughs> I want to be a member. And so we do, we, they see it through. You just keep going and pushing and pushing. And, and there's just, a Tony's bit in here. Dude, that. The pizza, it's the it's t- t- I'm not convinced the we Tony's didn't.
0: Clip. I'm not yeah, convinced
2: we that. haven't done that on this show. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, literally after the second Tony <laughs> yeah. joke when he says somebody get her a Tony. Yeah. I <laughs> said this is <laughs> a, we wrote this bit. Like the, de- <laughs> <laughs> the protect the hallmark podcast wrote the tony's bit. should have we 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 had we had to have we had to have done that bit at some point yeah it was really fun and i to my like that's my feels too but to 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 connect that to my hot take the movie is all contrived because it's santa's son you have to buy into that i'm I'm fine with that but when they go absurdist like that and it works it's great when you've got Santa's helper seeing uh, a Santa on the floor. You can only see his back, and he thinks it's Luke McFarlane. Like I, at that, point, I'm just like, what? Like, how many more of these do we need to stack on? Uh, like, it just seems like like it's too much. But the theater troop stuff, yeah. I could have stayed there for the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that was really, really funny. I
1: I could have been there the whole
2: time. Yeah, Uh,
1: Alonzo, he feels. Yeah, the theater troupe. was like one of your bits, but funny. Oh, There (laughs) we go. That's good stuff right there. Yorn has something he wants to say about that. It's Yorn back. (laughs) 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 I'm actually with Alonzo on this (laughs) one. This (laughs) is why you're the worst. See, I knew Yorn would have my back. God bless. Uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely love the theater stuff. I, I, that we get an, uh, an animated opening credit sequence. I'm like, is this even Hallmark? I couldn't believe it. Great. Now, uh, Brand, if you've never seen Catch Me If You Can, yep. go to YouTube and watch that Opening animated credit sequence—it's one of the greats. And the
2: poster of this movie very similar to the okay. poster of Catch Me If You Can.
1: Yes, that's fun. But like, but the but the fact that they would actually, whenever I get like, you know, I'm so used to like the shots of New York at Christmas time with the like font that came free with the computer, you <laughs> yes. know, doing the credits. So you give me an animated like this, you give me a cold open like in Christmas House. Yep. I like, I'm immediately paying attention. Um, the fact that that we get a little edgy with the humor, uh, yeah. I am so f- far behind schedule. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was great.
3: All time. Line wow. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And definitely, yeah, the, 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 the Tony's bit, I mean, the whole, the theater sequence, I mean, all the way to the end where they're sneaking them down the stairs in the middle of everybody, yeah. like, that's just like a, a level of goofy you don't get in these movies, and so kudos to all involved. Um,
0: that kiss was insane, can't believe it made it to mm. air. Um, and also, at the end of this movie, when she's running through the halls of the station, uh, it it looked great. You know, she's doing this whole scene where she's running through everything, and she's grabbing the jacket, and she's hopping over stuff. And then she says, why is everybody doing things right now?
1: <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: I thought that was great, and it also looked fantastic.
1: So, You know, uh, I didn't think about it, but I think that's a reference to there's a great bit at the beginning of broadcast news where Joan Cusack oh is running gosh. through the hall with the videotape You're trying right. to get it to air on time. Oh, that's funny, yeah.
2: That's fantastic. I didn't well think about played. that. played.
0: Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the way. What the, what the homework here on deck, deck the, the hallmark. hallmark. Hello everybody. Welcome back. Uh, it's great to be here. Great to be sure is, in right. the house of the pod and, uh, <laughs> hey, great man. to be talking to Alonzo and talking about catch me if you claws. It's time for the Wait What, where we talk about a movie where the son of Santa, is walking around the streets and we have to talk about what in this movie We just go, wait, what? <laughs> it's tough. It's
3: tough uh, out there. Brian, what you got? Yeah, uh, it is tough, but there were a few little things that stood out to me. Are there any other news anchors at News 71? Yeah. Every time they show the TV, it's one of the two news anchors we know who work for the news station. Uh, and that's it. Misty and Bink. And that's it. And the Bink, only ones... Were, Bink. 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 Bink Binkerson. Binkerson. That's right. Uh, my man, the mayor... Came down to somebody breaking into his house at it was eleven forty at night. Something ridiculous like that in a full suit, like he's still dressed in a suit.
2: It's impressive. That's no, commitment. Yeah. So maybe it was. You know, I don't. You know. That's how you know. These, these days they don't care. You know what I mean? That's how you, you know.
0: Suit. That's how you know you're stealing charity money. If you're if wearing you're wearing a suit yeah, that sure, late, you're yeah. up to no good. Yeah. That's right.
3: Uh, and I thought I, I thought it was supposed to be snowing all night long. And it snowed a lot, a good bit, but there was a scene right before the the almost inappropriate kiss. Uh, it was like clear streets. There was hardly any snow on the streets. And so I'm like, storm, stop early. Like, are we not committing to this snowstorm? I thought it would keep going. Oh, Like, really hard to pick it, pick things out of this movie, though. Uh, Alonzo, what you got?
1: Yeah, I, weather is always an issue with these movies, especially if the weather is part of the plot. But then we decide that, like the airport is sunny, like it's yeah. The McGuffins are.
2: Stop it! Okay. Um, so a, that, is a, that is a well-renowned McGuffin. <laughs> sure,
1: yeah, that is. Uh, Except it, mine was real. <laughs> up. I will not be equated. We have
2: a fifth segment tonight called "Well-Renowned McGuffins." <laughs> uh, we've it all
1: brought something. It's it like show and tell.
2: Someone. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So the guy who is supposedly has the goods on the mayor is named Peter Mayhew. Yeah. And that is the name of the guy who plays Chewbacca That's in right. the original Star Wars movies and the Star Wars holiday special, incidentally. And so it's such a random thing where I'm like, did they stumble into this or is this meant to be a shout out? I couldn't tell, but, you know, it was just there and I, I couldn't not think about it every time his name was mentioned. Uh, early on, the the anchor, not Bink, what's her name? Misty. Trish. Misty. thank you. Misty gives what's, what we're supposed to sort of take as shallow and vapid advice. And it's like, mm, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> like, we're talking about, you're talking about anchoring the news. At, you know, I think in the, in the, in the summary, Brand said that like, she wanted to be a reporter. I think if she wanted to be a reporter, that would be one thing. But to want to be the anchor... There is a great deal of, like, purely, you know, external visual stuff that you have to deliver. Uh, and and uh, tragically, because we live in a patriarchy, women are expected to deliver even more than that, but, I mean, men also. So it's not like she's trying to be, like, a hard-hitting journal with the New York Times. If you want to be an anchor person, you do have to be thinking about, like, how you look and what you're wearing and how's your skin and all of that stuff. So... As much as Misty was being portrayed as being a vapid idiot for saying that stuff, I'm like, you should be taking notes. Misty knows what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> and when is your and, uh, seminar on
0: on skincare that yeah. what, what you do for being on camera all the time? Because yeah, your skin my, looks uh, great, Alonzo.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, you grow a beard, and yeah, that's that's true. Like two Always of it that's right true there. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's shortest class ever. Yes. Um, the only other thing that 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 called out because, like you said, this is a movie about Santa's son, so whatever. Um, the blazer that she grabs on her way to the studio is green, which I get it; it's Christmas time. But most, if not all, TV studios employ a lot of green screen. Yeah. So if you're wearing that blazer at the desk, you're going to have whatever graphics <laughs> of the funny. news playing all over your torso.
3: I Maybe mean, that's what she
0: wants. Yeah, she wants Maybe. to wants to stand out. Um, <laughs> I I only have a couple things. One in the uh, the bar with the theater uh, troupe. I think it's tiny that says I found some spare chocolate chip
2: cookies, which I don't know, man. Like stale. I don't know where the, they're, they're, he they're stale. Said stale. He said stale. Yeah, he did even better. Yeah. Even better. Great. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> even better. Um, it's well renowned that that's what he
0: said. Uh, at sure one point, long. she says to Chris, "You have your own massive duty." <laughs> Come on! You, you uh, you expect you say that you expect me not to bring it up. You have your own mess of duty. Last but not least, it's a blizzard outside. This guy is sleeping in the back of his truck.
2: That's the big just one. Just a flannel,
0: yeah. just ready to go. Middle of the blizzard, no problem. He's he's
2: he's out cold, yeah. so good on him. Good on him. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't need to bundle up doesn't there. At need all. He's bundle got a flannel on, and he's, he's good, all good to go in yeah. the back seat of his he's good to go. truck is uh,
1: impressive. Now, were you guys not expecting the joke was going to be that he was going to be the same actor who plays the head of the theater troupe? Because he's talked about how people think he looks like the delivery guy from Tony's. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh! Didn't yeah. put that together. I no. thought that was because when they established that they are in a Tony's truck. I thought, oh, that would be, it. but no, it was somebody else. That would have been really funny. Yeah, it's funny yeah, the would've. movie. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. So well. I I think this movie has made me uh team uh just white blanket over foam snow. I I, I think <laughs> I think in the wide shots the foam snow looks great and it doesn't look fake at all. As soon as you get to a close up it's miserable the the foam snow is so bad in this movie and it, it like you can see the bubbles in it and it, it, it's worse than just the white blanket like maybe I'm just so accustomed to it I forget about it and I don't see the white blanket but The foam snow was so distracting to me in this movie. It bothered me from the beginning until the very end. And early on, they're outside, and you don't see anybody's breath, and there's snow everywhere. No one's slipping. Everyone's running through it and splashing. And there's just, like, clear liquid bubbles
1: everywhere. And and, and I just...
2: I couldn't handle it. It was a choice. I didn't. At I didn't
1: the like. very end where he points and like the snow suddenly happens. It's like being at one of those yeah. Disney world fireworks That's things right. where they turn the snow machine on at the end. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah.
3: help that we're watching it on a state of the art screen. That's and right. we're, six, six we're six feet, feet away from, from a fifty-five
2: screen. inch four K. That doesn't help. <laughs> That's true. The way we with a surround sound system, the way we should be yeah, watching, as everybody should. Yeah. Um, I feel
0: like far out, it it looks better than That's the blanket. What, yeah. The, yeah, the wide. Yeah. Yes. It does look great so when it's a big me. shot. Yeah, carry okay, a big yeah, boy. Big
2: Panda big boy. big boy. That's exactly right. Um, I also was very disappointed by Santa Senior. Um, he did, he just basically played Angry Dad. Like, we, we have this movie that is just absurdist from start to finish. I would have loved a more holly jolly Santa who's just like, my dumb kid messed up again, I guess I got to go. But this guy was playing it like he was Rudy's dad. <laughs> he was playing it like he was very like, this is the family, and you just, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, bro, it just doesn't need to be that much, like just back, like back off. It's only the most important job of all time. Like Dan. just click well, it down I mean, to one. This
1: big night. I think yes. any other night of the year, he'd be a lot more twinkly. And so and he, he twinkled out. up pretty quick. Like he all did. things considered, that's true. That's true. It's a massive um, duty. It's a massive, a massive duty. It's a, it's yeah. the
2: biggest duty. Uh, and there's two <laughs> other ones that I have that aren't duty related. Uh, one is is that they put them in costumes to sneak them out of the theater troupe, and for some, uh. On just inexplicable reason, they decide to take those costumes off in the van, and so when they're dropped off at the news studio, they're immediately apprehended. It's troop property. Why? Why didn't you keep the costumes on? She's a part of the troops.
1: She until you were in the
2: studio. Like, I don't under, like, 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 come on. Like, just keep them on until you so know you're, you're saying,
1: safe. The people who wanted to kidnap them who were waiting for the studio, if they see a guy and a girl, but they're dressed as like, you gives whoa, them whatever, he, he gives give them a shot, you give them a, a chance. If, if they're wearing Victorian oh no, it's not it's, it's no, them. It's better than a Santa <laughs> coat. I wonder if they did thought I mean, of that. And then they did a bit where like, is that them? Do we take them anyway? Mr. Mrs. Cratchit, I can't not leave them. They're not here yet. And
2: then lastly, as with every Santa movie we talk about here, there is this weird issue of how much Santa knows and doesn't know about sure. these people. It seems to be very, and I know Luke McFarlane's character is like, I don't have the full Santa magic, so he gets to play it both ways. But when Santa shows up, it's very weird that he knows some stuff about the mayor and not other stuff, and there's stuff he could clearly help you with if he just would tell you, because when the mayor comes in, he confronts him and he knows all this stuff. It's like, why don't you just immediately go, hey, the mayor's doing all these terrible things. And so it, I get it. It's Santa, but the thing about santa that's fun is is how much how omniscient is he and so this movie doesn't have any sort of consistency in that regard that's all i got
0: it's time for what the homework It's
2: where we uh wow so I wonder
0: when. Oh, man, you threw me off. You were so excited. I'm sorry. It is yeah!
1: time for uh, time for what the
0: so What am I getting Maybe I get some clarity. Any questions Booty! that we still have, Brian? Yeah. You must have a freaking good one, bud. Yeah. What do you got?
3: This. It, I feel it is a good one. It's one that really has been on my mind since I we just finished the movie, uh, and it is about like the omniscient Santa. The how much does he does each Santa know as they're inheriting the responsibilities like. The Christmas magic wasn't really there for Chris, the the son, throughout the movie. Like when they were tied up, like there was no, not even a discussion of like, can you just use your Christmas magic and get us out of here? Like he, obviously, they made a decision. Like no Christmas magic allowed. You can't pull strings. It has to be this. It's off the table. And so I was just starting to think a lot about like the the one, uh, what's the word? The like the one Santa MacGuffin. Thank you so much. The well uh, renowned MacGuffin, uh, where you have like the one Santa who's immortal, right? An immortal being versus the lineage, like they're doing here, where you're handing it down over time. And just, it's such a huge question in my mind. And it was just not even part of it. It no. sort of wasn't McGuffin. It wasn't you're even... You're
2: sending someone out to do the job of Santa. Brand's already said it's the most important job it's in the world. It sure and is. And he doesn't have the ability yet to always know right. what everyone... Asked yeah. for for Christmas, like he doesn't have that. He says it comes and goes. Yeah. I would assume that would be enough to keep him at home. I would think I, so. Keep that, him on the bench. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. You, you, you can't have him <laughs> out there. Like I think he it. needs
0: reps. It's. It, you listen, you got to go out there. You got to kind of get some like real in game play to kind of see. Like I listen. We you can Dan. I can watch basketball all day long, and I do.
1: But why not? I can't get go out, out there, there with the real deal, Santa. Right. I, I know, yes. that's a good question. How long do you do that? Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. How This long? is like how Hallmark Channel allows the interns to run an ad for the first <laughs> Haul Out the Holly and not for the Haul Out the Holly sequel during the past week, for instance, just as a hypothetical. They didn't do that, right? Oh, they did that. <laughs> they did that. They sure did. <laughs> yes, they did. did. I mean it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, who doesn't like the first
0: one? Right. Alonzo, uh any what the homeworks <laughs> for you?
1: Um, I was just thinking, given how much uh, Italia Ricci is really trying to, like, you know, make her bones as a journalist and sort of, you know, break a big story. How much is it killing her to to have the the mayor is corrupt story and not the oh, by the way, I spent the night with Santa Junior and he's real story? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I would think like the 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 journalist inside her would be like really dying to bust that one out, but like is having to having to contend with not
0: doing so uh let's talk about straddle straddle kiss sure. um, <laughs> i mean that had yes. to
1: work its way up the
0: ladder for approval right like it. i can't i can't hop like, on straddle fun time a, you gotta that's gotta go all the way up to the top right for approval yeah,
1: because they were they were playing possum they were trying right to be, you know it was yeah. they, it, it.
2: it wasn't
1: for sexy no time. no they it was only no. there. uh
2: Just, but yeah. still like that is I would love I really honestly when I saw it I couldn't believe it and I and I was thrilled that they did it it was a great scene and the chemistry was there I want to know what the conversation was with the Hallmark Brass. There. I mean, at oh, that yeah. point That's there's the
1: most p- pelvic moment on this network, I ever. Say, ever. ever. At, uh, at that at that
0: point, they're a scoche north of horizontal.
1: So it's like yes. you're yeah. close there. You're
0: close. What's yeah. going on? This network's going to hell in a handbasket yeah. and uh this is there
1: was, was just... not room for the Holy Spirit between No, sorry.
2: No, I yeah, I was Dan? I was shocked. I, mine was more the Santa stuff, like how are yeah. they letting this guy out? Did the presents get delivered since he wasn't doing it? of them we never really see a single present get delivered aside from the one that they do together um but also i, I would love to know the conversation that went along with the with that the, the straddle scene for sure yeah those are 100%. my two yeah. um well lots to
0: uh like about this movie we're talking about criminals we're talking about some Ooh, shady doings. There could have been some If there fighting. was ever a fight, Ooh. it would be in this movie, right? Ooh. I don't know. Maybe I missed it. That's what Vic Good Webster's we here a, for. I uh, got an expert. It's time for Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. A fighting Chance with Vic Webster. Was the fighting in the movie? Did someone get hurt? It's a Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. A fighting Chance with Vic Webster.
1: If there was any more action in this movie, it would have blown my mind. But luckily, my mind is still intact. (laughs) Uh, If you're
2: watching Philo, DTH, you got to see Vixter throw up a donut for us. It's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, that was a lot of fun. Man, Philo's
0: great, huh? Isn't it? Sorry. I just, you said you mentioned DVR, that night. Now I'm thinking about all year it. Long. Watch the show. It's great. It's a good watch. It's a good watch. We got a channel We got a now channel now. You can you just watch it. We anytime could have done this at the, the
2: beginning. Whatever.
0: Anywho, maybe we'll do it uh, on Monday or Tuesday's uh, episode. <laughs> good. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo, thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you'll be back with us next Monday, of course. You each bet. and every Monday uh, throughout the year, thank God. Uh, until then and tomorrow and every day Ever after <laughs> we'll
2: be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to Deck the Hallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. Jam Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to Philo.tv slash DTH.
3: Yes!